you know, really when anybody uh, gets an accolade, you know, I look at football as the ultimate team sport, so, you know, nobody's out there doing you know, everything on their own. And uh, I've talked to some orthopedics people, and they would like to know, they, they, you know, what you've done. A lot of people want to know what you did. And a lot of them say it's the patient, maybe not so much the, uh, you know, the treatment. But was it a combination of both? Did, you, did they do anything new with you that you were able to respond? And the work that you put in, obviously, with it. So I know the procedure itself is a little bit newer procedure. So instead of the vertical scar down the back, mine's just like a little horizontal one. Um, but, I mean, tearing your Achilles and repairing it, nonetheless, is the same. Um, I don't know, just, you know, rehab, take it day by day and just really focused on it. Um, you know, I looked at every day kind of like my own game day um, when it came to the rehab and stuff. And, you know, hats off to the trainers in there. You know, I kind of said earlier um, when I first came back, you know, past couple years I felt like you know they kind of got a got a bad shape you know um, guys heal differently guys respond to treatment differently you know obviously they're doing all they can but uh, you know hats off to them too. Brandon Fletcher has a new nickname for you Moneybag Brooks says the Brinks truck has been backing up for you uh, but what does it mean just to be with this team for uh, until 2024 for the long term? Uh, I mean it's not like Fletcher get a hundred million dollars. No I mean I was you know telling some teammates you know, yesterday in the past couple of days I know I'm in a good situation here. Um, I, don't, I don't want to play anywhere else. You know, I don't want to you know, go anywhere else. You know, love the city, love the fans, coaches. Um, like I said before, wouldn't be you know where I'm at or be able to sign the extension without you know having Stout and Doug and you know guys like that. Um, you know, really helping me elevate my game. Um, you know, especially Stout. You know, since day one, um, some of the things he's, he's done and showed me and. You know, I don't want to say I thought I knew it all, but there was so much more that I had to learn um, coming here and being under Stout. So, yeah. how involved were you in the actual negotiation process? Uh, I mean, you know, I wasn't like you know, <laughs> uh, but whenever going you know back and forth, um, you know, my phone was on. You know, I knew what was going on and things like that. You so. were calling up Pally after every game, like. No, no, no. I mean, the extension is great, but you know, we're here to here to win games, and I'm not gonna. You know, distract you know the team about you know some money. It's not really you know why I play the game, and I guess in the, the grand scheme of things, um, you know I was fortunate enough to get, to get a second one. So you know at this point, money wasn't um, you know the motivation. So Stout said you're playing the best you've played in your career. Do you agree with that? Uh, playing playing good ball right now, but you know there are you know things I can could do better. Um, you know my drive is never finished. I'm never. Um, Satisfied with with where I'm at, you know, there's strides and you know different avenues that I can get better in. Right, from January till now, can you talk a little bit about that journey? Working so hard to get back, obviously, still work to do for, as a team for the season. But that journey from then to now, signing that contract, what's that meant to you? Uh, it's meant a lot. Really, um, being on the field week one meant the most to me. Uh, you know, when I got hurt, and obviously it's an Achilles, pretty serious injury. You know, it was uh, a lot of things said as far as you know when I would be back, if I would be back, would I be the same player, um, so on and so forth. So being able to come back and um, be a better player than I was before I was hurt probably was the biggest thing for me. When, when, you, when you signed here in uh, 2016, could you have imagined that it would play out the way it has and that you'd be here, this would be, you want this to be your last team, I take it. Like, did you, is that how you saw it when you first signed here? Uh, this, is, this is football, man. So at that time, you never know how I was going to go. Um, but once I got here and you know, got around the guys and you know, Doug and you know, coaches management, um, I instantly knew I had a, a good situation. I was in the right place. Um, you know, with Doug, and you know, I always say this with him. 
he's a players coach, but I don't use a, the phrase players coach in a bad um, in a bad way. Uh, I think you guys see like he understands the team, has a pulse on the team. I mean, anything he asks us, you know, to do, um, you know, we'll run through a wall for him. So you know, as time got on or went on, I just realized like each and every day, like I've, I've been fortunate and blessed to not just sign here, but to stay here. Brandon, this line has been playing really well the last few weeks before coming into the vibe. Simply put, what's been working for you guys right now? Uh, just execution. Uh, you know, guys are, you know, speaking offense line-wise, you know, guys are executing across the board, um, you know, doing every little thing they can, scratching, clawing, you know, whatever it takes. Um, I think as a group, you know, we kind of elevated our game as, as time went on, kind of got settled in and, and uh, started doing work from there. It's been a few years since Super Bowl 52, but going on the field against the Patriots for the first time since then, any significance, any emotions that you think you might be feeling on Sunday? Nah, uh, just a, just another game, you know, trying to go 1-0. It's kind of cliche to say. Yeah. Obviously, you know, the Patriots are a great football team. Um, you know, the culture they've built, all the Super Bowls they went to, so on and so forth. But, you know, you can't, uh, you know, let that psych you out. Um, you know, they're another opponent on our way to, you know, what we want to accomplish, so. Brandon, how has the bond with the players and the coaches allowed you to become the best player you can be? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're super close as a team, and you know, we don't just say that to uh, to say that. You know, obviously, um, I mean, we've all heard you know, the leaks out of the locker room, et cetera, et cetera. But as a locker room overall, I think we're very close, have each other's back, hang out outside of here as well. Um, like I said, when I came here, I had never been, you know, on a squad. I had been like tight like this and what I mean by it is like a true brotherhood um, and I always use JP for an example I mean you walk down the hall it's like counting to 10 how many pro bowls all pros and everything he's made but it's like he's still that you know free agent out of Arkansas um, young guys can go talk to him you know uh, franchise guys like Carson go talk to him about anything uh, coaches come talk to him uh, uh, Lurie comes talk to him you know what I mean that's the type of you know, team we are, but I also think when you look at a player, he kind of exemplifies you know what it is just to you know be close and be a brotherhood on a team. So you talk about JP as a leader, but do you think you became a leader this offseason? The way you attacked your rehab and set a role model for the other players to say, "Look, no excuses. I'm going to be back on the field in week one, and I'm going to be the best guard in football." Uh, for me, I've never been you know the rah rah like you know getting your face you know type of leader. For me, it's always I just try to lead by example. Um, I think the best way to lead guys isn't necessarily to, you know, bark and scream at them or, you know, uh, you know, point the direction. I think it's the best when you lead in the direction that everybody else or you want everybody else to go. So for me, you know, attacking the rehab or attacking practice or the way I do things every day um, is, you know, kind of how, how I lead. Are you have a moment that you can reflect and be proud of yourself? To a certain degree, like, like, I'm in season, so you know the contract is great and all this other stuff around it is great. But you know, right now, you know it really is the Patriots. Like I, when I signed the extension, it was that Monday or something. Like I didn't do anything different than I normally would. Just went home, and hung out with my dogs, watching TV. Uh, um, but you know, looking back on it, um, who could I have said I'd, I'd you know, be standing here in front of you the way I am right now? I mean, who knows, man. Um, I really just you know, kind of took it day by day. And, you know, when the anxiety stuff happened, it was just like, now that I know what it is, I can figure it out. It wasn't a, a moment in my mind, like, will I 
you know, overcome this. Same thing with the Achilles. Tore my Achilles and knew what it was. It wasn't going to suck the rehab. Like, yeah, like, was I have to grind it out? Yeah. But the end goal is always to come through it. And it's always, that's kind of always been my goal. Like, no matter what it is, once I figure out what it is, you know, I can attack it. And whether it was anxiety or, you know, the Achilles, it was the same thing. So. Do you feel like the anxiety is 100% under control now, or is it still something you have to fight through? And- yeah, still, you know, fight through it. Um, you know, I don't know if it'll ever, you know, be under control. Um, but, yeah, as, as time goes on, like, I've, I've been able to management manage it, do better, like, with it and stuff. Uh, understand in certain situations, like, the anxiety is going to be there. Instead of, like, walking to a situation, then, it, like, you know, it just coming off, so... Friend, this offense is going to be without Deshaun Jackson. You know that. Alshon, I don't know about Sunday. Um, but you have sort of made your identity now on running the ball. Patriots obviously know that. Can you still do it as effectively when a defense sort of has a feeling of what's coming? Or at this point, are you guys so cohesive where you feel like you can do it, even if the other team doesn't know it's coming? Yeah, I mean, the Patriots do really well on adjusting to a team's strength. And then I always say at halftime, they do a really good job of adjusting to what happened in the first half and making, you know, corrections. So, I mean, you know, I'm sure they're going to try to take away the run game, probably double-team Ertz, depending on, you know, who's going to be out there, uh, you know, at the receiver position. Um, But nonetheless, you can't allow, you know, a team to stop what you do. Um, You know, we're going to go in with the game plan we have and, you know, go out there and make it work. Even though we played that team in the Super Bowl, I don't view it as a Super Bowl game. Um, I just view it as some more film on them, uh, see what kind of worked for us, see what didn't. Um, but the awe and mystique of that game on film is not on my mind. How different is that defense from when you saw them two years ago? You look at what they've done this year, it's one of the best in the league. I mean, obviously, really talented defense. Their numbers speak for themselves. Uh, Hightower wasn't in the Super Bowl. The guy is one of the best players in the league on defense. Jamie Collins back in the fold, um, playing at a real high level. Um, and they're just so versatile in their personnel groupings. Um, they got so many outside linebackers, inside linebackers, so many DBs, safeties that could do a lot of everything. Um, so I think that's a hallmark of that team is the versatility that they have um, within their scheme. So it's going to be a good matchup for us. We're excited about it. Brandon Graham was saying, you know, looking back, somebody sent him the uh, the strip and uh, at the end of that game and looking back at it, you know, he kind of smiles and he says, I want to make new memories. When you look at this team right now as you're trying to make a stretch run, why do you think this team is poised to make a run, you know, starting Sunday against the Patriots? I mean, I think we... The way we practice each and every day allows us to kind of find our rhythm this time of year. Um, we've been grinding for seven weeks, and some teams take their foot off the gra- foot off the gas in practice. But I feel like the habits that we have in practice set us up for success for 16 weeks, the duration of the season. Um, we go hard each and every week. Um, I feel like that allows us to kind of hit our stride this time of year. Obviously, we're five and four, not exactly where we thought we would be. Um, but we're excited about the future. Carson's never faced. Is there anything you can tell him, or anything he needs to know about that? Is it? Uh, yeah, not really. I mean, um, he's watched enough film on them. Um, he's only in his fourth year, so there's going to be teams each and every. This is probably the last year that he hasn't seen a team, I guess. So. Um, He's going to watch a ton of film like he always has. He was here Monday for like 10 hours watching film. 
Um, so I don't tell, really tell him much. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned Gilmore. Is it is it um, uncommon to go into a game looking at a cornerback for you? Like, uh, is this one of the few teams that yeah. um, use that as a matchup? Not, not as much this year. I mean, I feel like I've seen a lot. Um, you know, I could go during the week, study each and every guy on the defense, but at the end of the day, I just stick to kind of my strength as a player. I feel like if I do that, I'm going to have a chance to win um, against whoever they put on me. Obviously, certain guys have tendencies um, and strengths, but I feel like I just try and stick to mine. Um, if I start thinking about them, I'm going to start playing slow, and I don't play at my best then. So um, I'll study each and every guy briefly, but... Uh, I feel like once the game starts, I gotta go. You mentioned the Lions game. Um, I mean, outside looking in and seeing the work for Detroit. Yeah. Uh, have you adjusted? Like, are, are there things you can do to adjust, or is it just a matter of the other guys making plays? Um, I feel like for me personally, uh, I feel like the biggest adjustment will be mentally, um, since I've seen it already. Um, I had never seen it that drastic in a game before that um, in terms of just two. I would go in motion. I'd see two guys following me to the other side. Um, and you don't know exactly where the double team is coming from each and every play. And so being able to see that consistently for 60 minutes, watch that film again this week, um, just get, finding success early, first, second down, I can find success because I know they're not going to double me on first, second down. Uh, with the threat of the run. If we're in third and short, they probably can't do that. Um, so I feel like the biggest adjustment for me is going to be the mental side of it. Don't let it frustrate me. Um, view, it, view it as a sign of respect and just go. How tough is it going to be to win the passing game stays, you know, short passes, and then, you know, comp- uh, you know accompanied by the run? Yeah, I mean, uh, we've done this before. Um, obviously, it's easier when you go one play drive, 70 yards, but at the same time, Sometimes you just got to grind salt, and that's just finding a way to run the ball and get in third and short and be efficient on third down. Um, find a way to get a lead and let the D-line rush the passer. And if we do that, we'll be fine. Zach, how does it work uh, when you're, you know, you're watching cut-ups this week and you know plays from the Super Bowl come up, like your game-winning catch or yeah. something like that, um, to not get transported there? or you know? Yeah, I think you just got to view it as kind of um, – based off the matchup and the play. Don't view it with kind of an awe or mystique about the actual experience. Just view it as a game, uh, any other game. Obviously, there's going to be memories in Minneapolis throughout our lives, but when it comes to watching film, when it comes to preparation, uh, I never get caught up in the emotion of a play um, or a game. Um, Then, I mean, uh, when we played the Vikings, we had the NFC Championship, so I didn't go back and watch that, reminisce. Uh, I just kind of see what worked and what didn't work. Um, a lot of the players for the Patriots are the same. The safeties are similar. Um, so at the end of the day, I'll just try and be successful. So it sounds good in practice. <laughs> yeah. uh, when it when it actually comes up, I mean, you're, you're, you're just like cold-blooded about it when, yeah. it when it pops up? Yeah, I mean, um, I still don't reminisce about things. But the reminiscing will come when I'm done playing. Uh, it's still too early in my career. Still got too many good years left to start thinking about this. Go back, to the double, go back to the double team aspect. Are you learning more as you see teams start to do that more and more of how you can beat it, of how to recognize it quicker now that you're seeing it on film? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just part of the thing right now. Uh, view it as a sign of respect. Don't let it frustrate you. Uh, and just find ways to win when you get your one-on-ones. Um, find ways to beat the double team. Um, other guys got to win when, when they double me. Um, and I got a lot of confidence in those guys. 
your thoughts looking back on it a couple years later now going up against Tom again this week? Um, you know, when you look back on it, you're just trying to repeat and, and do it again. You're trying to win the game. And so uh, that's my mindset, just trying to win. Um, you know, that's a good highlight. But, you know, right now, uh, this Sunday, I got to make some more. So, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we go out there and we take care of business early. Coming out of the bye week, where do you feel like this defense is at right now? feel good where we at. You know, I feel like it's a lot of energy right now. A lot of guys, you know, happy to be back, uh, especially in our back end. You know, um, guys ready to prove themselves, and, you know, I'm excited to, um, you know, go out there and compete with them boys. Jim Schwartz said you can go back and watch some things from that Super Bowl. And Bill Belichick today said matchups and things like that, but did you personally go back and watch it in certain things? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what Coach means with the certain things, and, um, you know, that's what we're trying to correct and make sure that uh, going into this game that we, um, you know, don't let that affect us. Um, Jim was saying that that as much as people talk about the strip sack, the thing that kind of keeps him up at night is that last play, not being able to bring him down. Is is that something that keeps you up at night as well? Uh, you know what? No, nah, not like coach. But you know, I do. I would. I would love to have that. Have that sack uh, right there. You know, that would uh would have sealed it uh, for us. Even though we won anyway, it would have just not gave everybody that heart attack at the end to see who got the ball because it was kind of weird because you know the ball was just bouncing around everywhere. But you know, I wouldn't have had it no other way because you know that just shows you how long and how hard we had to fight just to you know win that Super Bowl. So um, you know, but. Good memories, but I'm excited for what's to come this weekend. First time for me seeing them since, because uh, I didn't play in the preseason game last year. So it's gonna be kind of, it's gonna be cool to be able to, you know, talk talk to the boys, you know, and uh, have some fun out there. Did you put a couple of things on tape against the Bears that they have to look at? Maybe a couple stunts and things that were effective, and some rushes up uh, through the middle, which you know Tom in his career has had some issues with. Oh well, you know. We got to make sure we um, we carry out our game plan this week. I mean, I, I, all I know is you know every week it's gonna be they gonna have to worry about you know us you know because every week I'm trying to get better and I know we all had that mentality and like I say um, you know they we got to worry about them just like they got to worry about us. Fletch said a key for you guys right now is just to do simple better. Going into the last seven games of the season, how can you guys make sure that you are doing simple better to put yourself in a good position for the postseason? I'm um, just going out there and. Just being, you know, simple so we can just go out there and play. That's what he means. Just being able to play fast and show your, show your ability. And um, I think uh, Coach Schwartz, you know, he does a great job with that. And um, I can't wait for this weekend. Fletcher has talked about it was a slow process getting back to feeling like himself. But these last two games, when you saw what he did out there, I mean, is he really getting into that, that form again? I'm excited for him because I know that feeling of, you know, feeling like yourself again, being able to go out there and fight hard. And, um, you know, when, when Fletch is playing full like he's been, you know, he's a problem. And so it, it, it doesn't do nothing but help, you know, our case for both. You know, when I'm out there playing hard, just like he playing hard, you know, you got to pick your poison on who you're going to get. Brandon, you're having one of your best seasons 10 years into the league. What's it like seeing what Tom Brady is doing as long as he's been playing? It just gives me hope, you know, because I want to play. I don't want to play 20 years, but, you know, 15, I'll be cool. But, you know, I want to be playing at a high level uh, every year and kind of go out on my terms, you know. So, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I, I love, um, you know, because he's a Michigan guy, you know, seeing uh, seeing him play this long, you know, I know um, uh, I'm, I'm happy for him.
Where's the defense at right now coming out of the bye week? What were some of the, the keys that maybe you were focusing in on? It's, it's all just, you know, doing simple better. And that's how I look at it. Um, the group that we've got, the group that's in this locker room, I think, you know, for me, just, you know, tell everybody, man, just you know, let's just do simple better. And when you do simple better, it makes the game that, that much easier. I know that, again, it's been a few years since Super Bowl 52, but are there any emotions, anything that you pull going up against the Patriots for the first time since then? It was two years ago, you know. To me, it's like, it's like old war stories. Um, and those two years ago, it was two different locker rooms. Um, this locker room is way different than it was two years ago. Um, that locker room is different. And, you know, right now, just come down to two good fo- football teams, um, you know, playing on Sunday. Physically, how do you feel coming out of the bye week? I feel great. Uh, you know, um, especially, you know, I feel like I needed that bye week. Um, was, you know, maybe, you know, sore and, you know, going in, been eight, whatever, however many weeks it, however many weeks it was for me. I feel like the bye week was right on time, but right now I'm feeling good. You know, everybody was flying around and they had a lot of energy, so uh, we just got to carry it over until Sunday. Do you feel like you can shoulder more of a leadership role now that you're healthier and knowing that you guys are gearing up for the stretch run? I don't think I ever lost a leadership role. Uh, you know, honestly, I think I've always been there for the guys and when they needed me. Um, right now, for me, um, I've just been telling myself every week, uh, you know, just start fast, start fast. And I feel like when I start fast, everybody else start fast. And uh, it's just feed off of it. Fletch, getting uh, uh, Timmy back, uh, how important is that to, to your NCAA? <laughs> it was really good. It felt good to have Timmy back. Um, you know, I felt his presence early in the game, felt his energy, um, felt everything, you know, um, it was good to have him back out there. He was flying around, man, and, uh, you know, it helped me in so many ways because, <clears throat> like I said, I played a lot of ball with Timmy. I knew where he would be on certain plays. I knew the way he rushed. He knew where I would be, and, you know, that correlation right there helps both of us. Brandon Brooks got, got his new deal. That's a good way to put it, yes. Money back Brooks, that's his new name. I don't know if he's down now. He got the Brinks truck somewhere. But, nah, man. <laughs> It's always good to see a guy, you know, that, that I go against, that you go against every day um, in practice and to, to, you know, get what he deserves. I mean, that guy, you know, we was here all, whole offseason, and all he talked about was being back for game one, you know, and all he talked about, hey, hey man, we got to be back for this team. And, you know, we grinded it out in training camp. I mean, even on the side, we were working together, probably when we shouldn't have been working together, but we were against each other. But, you know, all that stuff pays off for Brandon, man. I'm really happy for him. You guys are fighting obviously to make the playoffs and uh, not off to the start you guys really wanted to get off to but now looking ahead, final seven games. Do you feel like why do you feel like this team has what it takes to make another run here? Well, I mean, I think right now we just gotta fight to win the next game. We just gotta fight to win on Sunday. Uh, and, and that's every week for us as a team. You know, we always wanna start, you know, winning the first game. You know, we're coming off a bye. Um, so we gotta come out, start fast. We can't come out starting slow. Uh, but you know, this team right here, you know, it starts in practice like today. And I said, man, came out, everybody had energy flying around. Um, so we got carried over to tomorrow and you know that we're playing a really good team on Sunday. Going back to Brandon, I mean, he didn't just come back for game one. He's been the best guard in football this season. How remarkable is it seeing what he went through in the offseason to get back to the level that he's playing at now? I mean, to see a guy to come off of, you know, the, the surgery, the injury that he had, uh, what was it, mid-January, um, and to be able to, to be ready for week one, it says a lot about Brandon, and I respect that guy so much. How hard he worked to make sure that he was back, and now he's playing at a really high level. So uh, him playing at a really high level, man, it's, it's, it's really important to all those young guys in that room to let them know that, you know, hey, he's not making any excuses uh, about anything for coming off a of surgery. He's just going out and dominating the guy across from him. Where is Carson's understanding of, of the run game right now? It seems like 
Carson's? Carson's. Carson. Yeah, I know yeah. You, you and him obviously have to communicate a lot sure. about those things. But where is he in terms of that right now? Uh, Carson, since day one, has been very involved in the run game, a little bit different than probably a lot of other quarterbacks. Uh, he really wants to know what the checks are for, why they want to do them. I've played with some guys where, uh, you know, really I'm the one who's kind of, you know, taking control of it, and that's not the way uh, he is. He's a guy who wants to know, uh, you know, why we're doing everything. He's a very cerebral guy, so um, he's very knowledgeable when it comes to the run game, uh, really any any facet. Do those conversations happen mostly during the week, during like between series, like? When you're adjusting, or how, when, when are the most of those? Happen? Both, yeah. I mean, you, you go in with a game plan, uh, and that's what we're doing right now. We're getting ready. And, you know, we have the run attack that we're looking for on, you know, first, second down, situational football, all these things. And each one has, you know, a little bit uh, different of a wrinkle that the defense wants to do or a way that we want to attack them. Or, um, and I think that, um, you know, Carson's very involved as well as uh, the rest of the offensive line in understanding uh, what the uh, objective is now in game. There's always adjustments that happen, and uh, you know sometimes it's it's uh, you know they're not doing quite what you thought it was, or maybe it's something that we thought that this was going to be there, and it just turns out that it's not, and uh, you want to get to something different. Um, but he's he's involved in all that. You guys normally do the same things, like defense offers this front. Are you both on the same page? Like, all right, we need to do this now. Oh, it's almost always a conversation. I think that you know, a lot of the times, it's there's some that are very glaring, obvious things that are kind of the the stuff that we do on a daily basis. You know, we kind of know, you know, what the strengths are, what the weaknesses are, and then there's other things that are kind of like game plan things where, uh, you know, maybe he sees a flaw in it, or I see a flaw in it, or somebody else sees a flaw in it, and there's a discussion had on maybe we should do it just a little bit different, or all of that stuff. I wanted to ask you, Carson's never faced the Patriots. Uh, do you, is there anything you need to help him with there? Anything? Uh... No. Uh, still football. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, um, you know, the Patriots are unique in that they, they do a, a lot of different looks and, uh, you know, they're well coached. They're going to find a way that, uh, to try and take away what you do really well uh, and make you win another way. I think that that's kind of always been their model. They're going to find out what plays you like to run, how you like to attack people, and try and take that away. Uh, they're going to try and find out who your best players are, double them, do whatever they can to try and make sure that that guy's not the one that's going to beat them. And uh, uh, that's not unique to them. I think that a lot of other teams do that. They're very good at it. They have good coaches who uh, game plan well. But um, for us, the re- it's, it's no different. Communication, trying to be on the same page, um, making sure that everything's coordinated properly. Those are the jobs of uh, of the center and the quarterback, and I think that that is the same as it is every week. No, and I, I keep getting asked this question. Um, if you're known as being a run-only team, you're a bad team. Um, that's not the way you have success. You need to be a well-balanced offense, and I think that we have the players to be a balanced offense. If a team's given us the run and we have the ability and the numbers to make that happen, yeah, we've proven that we can do that, that we have a great offensive line and great backs to, to make that happen. But I also don't want to get into a habit of uh, just running the ball just to run the ball. I think that you, if you have plays that are there, you get into advantageous plays. If that's the run, it's awesome. I'll do that all day. If, if they're making it a you know stacked box and making it very, very difficult, um, I'm not a fan of beating my head into a brick wall. Um, I think that there'll probably be some other things open that might, you know, get us some more yards. So, um, you know, 
Don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll run the ball all day if that's what the, the job is uh, uh, at hand. But um, I'm much more uh, a fan of uh, attacking a defense's weaknesses and what they're doing. And, uh, you know, I think we have a well-balanced enough offense that we can do that. How much have you reflected this week on the, on the Super Sorry. Bowl? What's up? How much have you reflected this week on the Super Bowl? Um, not too much. I mean, obviously, there's history there, and, uh, you know, that was a special year. But, uh, you know, this is two years now away from that, much different teams. Um, you know, it's, it's not something that is going to be beneficial for this week. Sorry if you've already been asked this, but what does this guy, Brandon Brooks, mean? Yeah, I mean, you can't say enough about him. I mean, he's been incredible since the moment he got here. Um, and he was really good before he got here, too. Uh, you know, he's he's just, you know, the, the, the combination of size, speed, um, athleticism, intangibles, uh, intelligence. I mean, everything you would want in an offensive guard is kind of sitting right there. And, uh, you know, he hasn't gotten enough credit in my mind. Uh, since he's been here, and part of that's because we have so many good players on our line and in our on, on our offense. But um, what he does is, uh, in my opinion, he's the best guard in the NFL. And finally, he's getting the recognition that he deserves, um, not just with the contract, but everything else in the media. And I think that uh, it's been long overdue for him. He was good. I think you said, think you said last year, especially after the offseason, that you, you had a decision. You know whether you want to return and continue to play football. Does having these guys and, and a lot of these guys locked up now for the next bunch of years kind of, and, and how in sync you guys are, lead you to want to be around here? Well, I mean, yeah, I, well, I always want to keep playing. It's not, right, like, right. it's not like there was ever a question of that. But I think, you know, he's – he makes my job a lot easier. Um, he makes everybody's job easier. Makes Lane's job easier. I mean, he's he's an incredible player, um, as well as you know, we've got a really good group of guys here, and um, you know, it's I'll play as long as I can with them. What did it mean for him to come back from that Achilles injury that happened in January, yeah. and to be on the field not just in week one, but like you said, to be the best guard in the game? Yeah, I mean, well, you just saw a great commitment from him all off season long. I mean, he was in here the entire. Uh, you know, off-season rehabbing, um, and it almost seemed like right away, uh, you know, he was making some really good strides. Uh, part of that's, you know, a lot of really, really hard work. Part of probably some pretty good genetics and everything else. But, um, you know, Brandon, uh, he really wanted to be back for week one, and that was his goal the entire off-season. And, um, you know, it seemed like he was just always on track for that. So um, it's a credit to him. It's a credit to the, the training uh, room. I mean, um, I mean, he really put in the work, and uh, I don't think it's any uh, um, you know coincidence that you're seeing probably his best season to date uh, even though, I mean, he's he's already played at this level before, but, uh, you know, the fact that he comes back from an injury like this, uh, working that hard, and now you're seeing him play like this, is no shock to anybody in the room. Hey, Jason, you said that the Super Bowl is not much of a resource this week. But sure. From, uh, 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 but from a preparation perspective, when you're going against a non-traditional opponent, do you go back and look at the last time you played them, if it's the same coach or same scheme? Yeah, well, it's not the same coach. I think that... Different coordinator. Yeah, and... and so, so Patricia's absence has that much of a difference in terms of the it's not, it's not like it's drastic. I mean, they're very, very similar. There are a few new wrinkles, and whether that's Patricia or, or it's Bill evolving over the last couple of years, personnel, whatever. Uh, so that's why I think you, you can't... 
you can go back and look at the tape, and I'm sure that the coaches have. I'm sure there's some stuff to be gained, uh, but I'm playing against a new opponent. The uh, high tower wasn't there last year. Neither was or two years ago. Neither was Jamie Collins. Uh, you know, they they're a little bit different, not just from a personnel standpoint. They do a little bit slightly different structurally, and I'm sure that in our game, as they always do, they have a little few new wrinkles that they're going to uh, try out. So, um, you know. I think you're gonna. Your best bet is looking at this year. What? Who have they been? What? Who is their identity? What do they like to do? Um, and then in game, whenever you're playing this guy uh, or this team, you got to be ready for their adjustments because they're gonna make and they're gonna try and take away what you're doing. And uh, you know that's uh, that's the way you try and prepare for really anybody, but um, these guys too. Is the Lions game valuable this? No, I, I mean a little bit. They're very similar, obviously. You know, they're, they're, you know, he's a he's a Bill uh, uh, disciple, whatever you want to say that. But um, you know, I think they're different a little bit, not too much, but they are different. But we have to to keep them from being too anxious, because with a quarterback like Brady, he has a lot of tricks and a lot of hard counts that can get them to jump. Oh yeah, um, you just gotta just you know focus in. It's all about focus and paying attention and getting your eyes on the ball. You know, in football, your eyes is the number one thing. You gotta see uh, everything. Like the ball is the key, and the ball move, we move. And then you just gotta get them to focus in on that kind of stuff and not worry about too much and listen to his voice and you know the projection of his voice and just go out there and just um, you know move when the ball move or they move. We haven't seen uh, Sharif Miller yet this year. What have you kind of seen from him in practice, behind the scenes with his development? Well, he's improving every day, getting better every day. You know, he's you know we knew that Shreve was got to come in, got to come in and develop, and, and he'll develop into a, a pretty good player. You know, he's got some things he got to work on. He's still getting stronger, and he's getting stronger. Um, practice every day, he looks better and better. You know, just got to keep uh, and you know keep going in the right direction, and, and we'll see what happens uh, down the road here. Where has been kind of the I guess steepest learning curve, you know, for him, or just kind of a, a rookie in that spot in general. Well, any rookie coming in, I think the biggest thing for him is like having power. Um, you know, to be able to move people off the ball and be able to create separation and stuff like that. And uh, there's no doubt, me and him talked about. It. He needs to get stronger, and that's what he's doing right now. He's getting stronger. And every day that he comes up out the practice, you know, every week he comes out there, I see a little bit different kind of guy, you know, saying that can do those things and get separation and get off blocks and knock people back to the quarterback. So as long as he keep, keep improving in that area, I think he's going to be fine. Jim talked about rewatching the Super Bowl. How was that film session a resource for you? We just watched that this morning, uh, the run game, pretty much a lot of that stuff. But, uh, you know, I mean, it just, uh, um, you know, just to go back and just let the guys get a feel for how that game went, it's, it's different. Uh, it's a whole different year, you know, saying so you can't really go off of that film because they, they're a different team. We're a different team. Uh, we do things differently. And so really and truly just to get them a feel about, you know, how it felt to go out there and do the things we did and actually come out with a win in that game. Um, you know, everybody we want to improve. Everybody want to improve every day. So you can't really just stay in one spot. And that's two years ago. So I think we're a diff whole different team this year than we were two years ago. E.J. Edwards has had an expanded role now for a few weeks. How's he handle it? He's doing good. I mean, he's in a limited uh, role right now. He's in our base defense, but he's done a nice job. You know, every week he gets a little bit better. You know, the competitive reps, as I mentioned to you guys uh, last time I think we met, is really the key. I mean, you can take all the reps you want in training camp until you get out there on the game field and the lights are on. All those things make a difference. So I think he's grown uh, within his role. He's getting better and better, and we're happy with his progress. There's a segment of the fan base that seems to really uh, 
seems to be triggered by Nate Gary. They just really don't they don't see his value. You you obviously do. I uh, do. How well, how are they wrong? Well, I would say this. Uh, the one thing that the fan base doesn't get a chance to do is get back behind the scenes and see how guys manage the game, their intelligence for the game, their ability to think ahead of problems. And that's one thing Nate brings to us, uh, his ability to line us up. You know, we've had, you know, Nigel's been out for here almost a month now uh, with that foot injury. And, uh, and Nate's, you know, part of the job description, so to speak, of a middle linebacker is not only is to play well, but it's also to get the defense lined up. And when we have checks and audibles within the defense, it's somebody that's intelligent enough that can process the game fast enough and get us in the right thing. Nate's been great that way. He's super smart. He can think ahead of the problem. And, uh, and there's some value in that that maybe people don't uh, okay. understand or realize. And uh, we do. Uh, our ability to get our defense lined up and to make the correct checks at the right time is something that he can handle. So for us, that's a big part of the job description. I guess he's always going to be a real small linebacker. There's just no way to make him <laughs> yeah, to blow him up to 250 or anything. No, you can. And you know what? If you look at us as a group, we're not, we're not a big group. Um, and that's okay. Uh, you know, the game's changed a little bit. Our, people's ability to play in space now in the NFL is really the key thing. But also, um, you got to have high-speed Internet, I'm talking about from the neck up, to play in this league. And that's one thing all the people that uh, maybe aren't in love with Nate Gary don't understand. He's got high-speed Internet, and that is a critical factor for playing in this league. With a guy like Avery, who's kind of a hybrid player, how do you guys manage him? I mean, is he in your room sometimes? He's no, all in he, defensive line? No, he's never in my room. He's okay. in with the defensive end, so... Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have him. 